To Hell with the Hot Dish represents the opinions and musings of three not overly intelligent pastors working to challenge a church long defined by a cliché casserole culture. The thoughts expressed here are their own and not necessarily the thoughts of any larger institution. So feel free to find your seat, stow all expectations for answers in the overhead compartment, and join us on this misguided adventure. This is To Hell with the Hot Dish. podcast this this misguided adventure that we call to hell with the hot dish i am alex hoops out of minot north dakota i am kyle rouse in fort worth texas and i'm lauren hlad from cincinnati ohio and alex i have really exciting news today um what i well dude i just got an email um you might have just thrown off the flow lauren this isn't how we start what what no you want to hear about this i just got an email that uh actually i just came back from starbucks and i got like a triple venti latte but i just got an email that they're changing the rewards program this is big okay what is this is this a segment we're gonna start doing as we starbucks news alex starting in april Starting in April, for every $1 you spend, you get two bonus stars. That means we're going to get more free drinks more, more often. Yeah, Kyle. I know you're feeling I that know. jam. Can't wait for those pumpkin yeah. spice lattes to come back in the they fall. They just came out with this weird, like, green chai tea latte thing. Have you seen that? Oh, man. I'm a... What is this? What are we doing? Why is this? Is this something you want to do, Lauren? Is is every episode give thought, some free buzz marketing to Starbucks? No, I, I think they're doing just fine. Just trying it on. I'm just. I thought you guys wanted to do more like breaking news type stuff. Like <laughs> inform- breaking news is one thing. <laughs> Coffee points at your 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 snobbery Starbucks is ridiculous, dude. This is important news. I'm trying to inform our. Everybody knows the church loves coffee. That you know what? Instead of hot dish culture, we should be talking about coffee culture. We have a problem. What's that? What's that goof? Well, you know, the, the, another sacrament is coffee. Uh, <laughs> I'm so over that gag. I'm so over it, and I'm over this bit. And I'm going to offer you an alternative you got, to Alex? the breaking Starbucks news. I'm going to offer us a little something. You're going to think, Alex. Isn't it a little churchy? Isn't that hot dish culture? No, I'm offering confession and forgiveness, which is not hot dish culture, but just something healthy we can do. It's in, it's something about acknowledging our own frailty, right? And I am offering you today confession and oh. forgiveness. My confession today, confession time, is I have become rather sexist in in North Dakota against my male friends amongst people in my congregation. I have been working for a long time, working on a, a men's ministry thing. Like how do you get a men in mission going? Like, and I thought because of, you know, I'm just thinking of experiences I've had in places around, you know, men's Bible study groups could be a good place to start that conversation. But I cannot get fellas to open the Bible around here right now. Just in my context, it's just a hurdle that has frustrated me. I know it's not uncommon, but, uh, man, I'm bummed and frustrated. And I know I shouldn't be mad at them. I know it's, it's kind of just the nature 
of this this culture that Bible study might be a little little intimidating. Mm. But I don't know. What do you guys think? What what is that? Do you guys have this? Do you have trouble getting your 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 men to open Bibles? Well, I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's just men. Uh, you know, all ages are probably affected by that. I hear that a lot in uh, in when you're with some of the youth, maybe teaching a little confirmation. Hear that 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 B word, right? The Bible's boring, right? Oh, boring. I hear that. Yeah. I mean, I hear that that the Bible's hard to understand mm-hmm. too. That maybe it's um it's too complicated or um. I don't know. You know, I, I think that people struggle. The vibe I get is it's like, it's old stories that don't really connect too much to me. And I go, I don't know. And they're like, and it's just boring. It's always, though begat that, and they begat this one. And they do it for pages. I'm like, that, I know that's a part of it. But like, have you read other parts of it? Like, it can be pretty good. But I, I don't have as much. I, I, I guess I'm, I'm ex- my bias is I have Bible studies. Most of them are, are, are women who are interested in this story. But uh, yeah, I, I, my, my confession is I am, I'm being uh, rude, essentially. I feel uh, uh, resentment towards the, the fellows who just don't think there's anything of value there worth their time. And I'm frustrated. Well, Alex, you need to offer a Bible study outside of Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of Leviticus, Alex. Come on. Turn the page. I think that's what they assume. I think it's that, that they think I'm just going to go through the, the Bagat sections and I'm like, no, there are cool stories in there. In fact, I'd say there are some really fun stories. There are funny stories. There are weird stories. And it's like, are you interested in seeing how that weird thing that some people would say is so disconnected could actually say something to us? Right? I mean, it does, doesn't it? The word says something. It's interesting too because you know, if people aren't reading their bibles, if, if they're not engaging and they come to worship what maybe, you know, a couple times a month, maybe every week, what you're hearing like little snippets from different parts of the bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not really digging in and reading the story and I yeah, I think it's important, right? But I don't know. It's, but it's too boring or it's irrelevant. And that's my thing. It's like, I don't want to go through it. It seems like a chore. Except, like, we'll sit down and read nearly identical stories or watch them on TV. Like, I can't watch a movie without being like, that's the Bible. That's in the Bible. Yeah, I think I think part of it is it, it, it's hard to find a place. If you open up that, that mentality of I'm going to open up the Bible and I'm going to start reading right here, right? And you <laughs> Anywhere. end up reading, you know, Ecclesiastes and you're like, Oh, everything is pointless. You're like, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense, right? You, you have to, I think people have a hard time finding a place to connect, uh, find a way that it connects with them. And there are those parts, but, uh, they've got to be, they've got to find that right spot for them, I think. And maybe it's the word Bible study, right? Maybe it's Bible study because I say it like that or like because I think then we go into this traditional thing. The hot dish culture is that like the reason you study the Bible is to become like uh, a, a biblical like have biblical knowledge. It's about becoming Scholar. super biblically literate so you can just drop scripture quotes. And I'm like, I don't mean that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a dialogue. It's a way for us to to hear God's story and how it intercedes with ours and how we might see something. I, the line I, I loved I heard was called – um. Uh, whether or not we're working on gospel fluency or biblical literacy, because biblical literacy, I admit, could sound boring. But don't we want to be better in like 
talking about the story. And by talking about the story, I mean the one still being told in us, in our mission together. I want gospel fluency, but like, I, I don't know how to convince people like there's, there's something to be told here that isn't boring. It's like, I wonder how worship must feel if, if everything they know of the Bible is boring. Like, what are we doing? So, sometimes I feel like in worship, in my setting, we read, you know, um, uh, three readings, yeah. you know, and then we sing a psalm every week. And I feel like a lot of the time, even even the people who are reading the first two readings are just reading them to get through them. Yeah. And our people are just sitting there and they're not even Waiting. they're not hearing. They're not listening. And they're definitely not reading along in the bulletin. Um, it's just kind of like a habit, a ritual. And I, th- I think a lot of a lot of how we treat the Bible is just like, okay, I should be doing this. I, I should be reading it. I should be listening. But I know that the pastor is going to get up and tell me what I need to know anyway. And so oh, yeah. a lot of times we um, we use the pastor as the scapegoat, right? Like, like they're going to interpret. They're the one reading it. I don't need to do it myself. Yeah. Um, but whenever a Bible is opened by someone, they're like, okay, I read that. That made sense. Okay, I understand the Bible now. And it's like, okay, like they're, they're looking for just the done. simple, plain meaning, which I think the Bible is a lot more nuanced. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen that SNL skit where they have – they're, they're advertised. It's a church advertising Christmas Eve services. And they say, we'll have all your favorite readers from the church. <laughs> like yes. little, little Johnny who doesn't want to be up there. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon him. And was like, that is something they go. And Kathy, who's way too enthusiastic. And lo, an angel appeared to them and they spoke. And it's like, this is definitely pretty accurate how we could. This could, if this is what we know of the Bible, then yeah. I mean, it's weird. It's, it's an oddity more than it is something of value. And, uh, yeah, I, how do we change that? I would take the person that's way too into it over the board person any day, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I'm so on board. Yes. I really get into it when someone's like, the word of the Lord. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, and the, congr- and the congregation's like, what just happened? And I'm sitting that back was there an like, experience. yes, this person loves the Bible. <laughs> you know, there's some pastors that do, uh, that memorize the gospel, right? And so they just tell it like a story in front of people too, right? I've, I've experienced that a few times. I've seen that, but that I felt really uncomfortable watching it because it's like, they always add, and that's like biblical storytelling, yeah, right? That's they, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've seen it like a few times and like I've seen them equal parts awesome and equal parts I want to walk yeah. out because I'm like, oh, they're, they're acting right now. And like they're doing the impression of somebody and like they're going, wow. And they're doing this. I'm going, this might be too much. <laughs> like I am right out of this and in my, chills vibe of like okay I, I you gotta stop you gotta stop you're being too vulnerable but that's my, my lutheran sensibility it's like please please don't please don't K- kyle are you saying that you you don't have the bible memorized uh, oh as much as many times <laughs> oh, i've got yes. that what question. seminary did he go to <laughs> oh man i went to that seminary that didn't memorize the bible yeah, Lauren, we went to the same one, and I have to say I got out of there without memorizing it, so oh, I don't know what you're talking what? about. <laughs> that's because our school that's because our school is pass-fail, Alex. <laughs> oh, hurtful and unnecessary. I got a biblical interpretation award, and the world needs to know it. I think it. there is 
I speaking of seminary and what we're trained to do, I'll just say part of what gets me excited about and got me wanting to be in the church is trying to bring the Bible alive. And I think as leaders in the church, we're called not to give the definitive interpretation of what Scripture says for people, but I think we're called to bring it alive and help them find that meaning that I think is nuanced, that is rich, that they can add some of their imagination even into the stories. Because I think maybe there's that prevailing attitude that if you have the Bible memorized, you have all the answers. And there's only one explanation, only one interpretation for things. I think the Bible you know, speaks to something inside of ourselves and speaks to a mystery about our humanity that suddenly can play out in our lives in different ways. So I think I think we're called to lift that up a little bit in the church. But maybe that's just a personality thing. Where's that dirt? Where's that excitement? Where's that oh, like, there. ooh, this story, this story is compelling. Because I've had moments where I'm like, this story is compelling. And also ones where I'm just like, oh, intellectually, I'm stimulated by this uh, teaching from this prophet. However, like, I, I, I need some, I need... You need some, some dirt? Some good, is that what you need? I need something with some drama. Alex needs the bloids. The bloids? What? The bloids, the tabloids. Oh. You need the you need the oh, bloids. Oh yeah. Where's the intrigue, my man? Where can I say, listen, let me tell you about the Bible. It ain't boring. In fact, it is scintillating. The bloids lately, I don't know if you've seen them at uh at the gas stations, they are hot right now. Oh yeah? What's oh the, yeah. What's the news on You there? know what the bloids are full of? No, what? Lauren's hot take on tabloids. Here we it's go. It's a new Let's segment. Hear. New segment. Tabloids <laughs> with Lauren. Pastor <laughs> Lauren reads about Bat Boy. <laughs> Let's go. Right now the bloids are all over that bachelor action. Oh, oh gosh. With Little ben known H. fact, everybody, Lauren loves the bachelor in almost any garbage reality TV show. I, I take offense to that. We're gonna have to touch Is on that. Is it not one over day. yet? But sometimes, sometimes when I'm watching the, you know, the the Bachelor reading the Bloids, like, uh, no, it's not <laughs> over. We're boys. we're um, we're uh, going to hometowns this week. Um, it's gonna get good. But sometimes when I'm watching it, I'm reading the Bloids. I'm like, this isn't too far off from some stories in the Bible. Right. 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 You know. No. Nah, that's that's actually probably true. Yeah. There's drama. There's betrayal. That's absolutely. I- in fact, drama, betrayal, you're just hitting on, um, I actually, when you're ready, I've prepared a, a game, a game show. Have you come Ooh, up with a segment too? I've got a little quiz show game. This We're trying out different segments, apparently, different bits in this episode. Yeah, today's the experience. Wait a minute, we didn't resolve it. Am I forgiven oh, for being grumpy? Uh, Alex, you are always forgiven for being grumpy. Oh, good. Thank you. Now, what is forgiven. what is your idea you've brought to the table today? I was thinking about the that comparison between the Bible stories and the juiciest stories on TV. And I should be more specific, daytime TV. So I've prepared ooh, a little scripture. Ooh, I thought you were going to connect it to X-Files and I was like, aliens in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> that could be a segment. We could work on that. I've prepared a little quiz show called Holy Scripture or Heated Soap Opera. All right. What's the so, game? I want to play. Game. So this battle is going to pit 
Alex Hoops versus Lorne Vlad. Battle for bragging rights right here. So here's how the game's going to go. Are you guys excited? Are you ready? Are you ready, Alex? I am. I, I'm actually very nervous because we're basically just broadcasting our lack of biblical literacy <laughs> when you're going to name like an obvious story and we're going to be like, the, the days of our lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say. You I, I paid attention in class, fluency. Alex. So I'm not worried. There you go. You're ready. You're ready, Lord. Yeah, you memorized the Bible. I forgot. Okay, let's do it. And my sister... My sister made me watch The Days of Our Lives like three years straight after school. <laughs> oh, I've never seen oh one. Oh my gosh. Lauren maybe has the leg up on this one then. We'll see. God. So here, here's how it's going to work. Let me explain the, the rules for all the listeners. Uh, I will give you each. You each take turns and I will give you, uh, I'll give you a plot line in like two sentences. You get one point if you guess correctly, holy scripture or heated soap. And then you get one extra point if you can tell me what story from scripture it's from or what soap opera it's from. And also, just so you know, there are a, f- a couple movies thrown in there as well. So if if it's in the soap Curve or balls. movie category, just because I know some of you have some movie knowledge, so this might uh, might help you out. This might equalize it. And if uh, if you get the wrong answer, the other one gets a chance to steal one point if he can tell you where it comes from. So like Family oh, Feud, dang. it is like. That. But this is like Family Feud where we don't all just make references to. Can you things. ask the questions like Steve Harvey? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he does live in Dallas, so he lives close by. We could, I can try to. So your buddies, that. but then I'd have to make too many mistakes and then recant all my, you know, say I made a mistake. I made a mistake. The card said this, right? So oh. family feud, man. All right, let's do this. Let's do it. I'm gonna give you. Uh, we'll do one together, and no, there are probably hidden clues in hidden in there. So pay attention. This will be your sample. Okay, ready? Okay, sample. Young couple out for a first date when it gets hijacked by a third-party snake. After a meager dinner, which ends up with them getting naked and finding themselves locked out with no way to get back in. So, script or so. Pretty which subtle, one, I know, it's, it's a sample. It's supposed to be the softball. Oh, right? okay, good. It sounds, like the, it sounds like the date Ben just went on with JoJo on The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah. I've uh, Lauren. Lauren's right. That is from the best. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, who who answers? Who well, got this it's question? just a softball. So you, it's a do. We're oh, doing that's it just together. an example. So okay. So that would be scripture. Genesis, script, right? Scripture. Adam yeah. and Eve, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Creation. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. This this game's not starting well. They better all be this easy. All right. No. Here we go. Okay, Alex. This Dang first it. one will be for you. I'm gonna keep. Oh, score. I'm so scared. You guys. You got it. All right, Alex. Okay. Script or soap? It was a perfect marriage. They had it all. But marital bliss is cut short when the husband gets a wandering eye and dips his pen in the company ink. Then he will stop at nothing to cover it up. Script or soap? Oh, oh man. <laughs> the, the company ink part is tough. I mean, this could be... This could be uh, David, right, and Bathsheba, couldn't it? I mean, that he sounds a has question. to kill That's not Uriah an answer, to cover Alex. it up. Script, script. I'm going to go script. script. It is a script. Yes, yes. It is, and, yes. And, and your extra bonus point of where is it from? It's David, David. right? It's yes, in, okay, it's in... all right, all right. There you go, two points. Alex, you got two points there. Bathsheba gate. All right. Mm. Okay, Lauren. 
you're up. All right. Oh, this is I'm way ready. more intense. Lauren, this is fun. I'm so happy that you get to play. You got the softball, man. Okay. All right. Shut up. Here we go. All right, Lauren, here is your script or so. One man caught between his love for his father and his siblings hatred of him crushes his dreams. After trying on the whole spectrum of solutions, he is finally forced to move thousands of miles away, only to have the evil twist of fate bring them together again over a matter of life and death. Lauren Scripter Soap. I'm going scripture. All right. Oh, wow. Which one? Joseph in that Technicolor dream coat. You guys are smoking. All right. Very good. Little, little did you know, in fifth grade, I was in the play, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. <gasps> Who were you? I w- it, was a, it was a rock and roll theme. Um, we, and uh, it was a musical. Duh. It's the only time in my life I've ever publicly sang. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I was the pharaoh who uh, also had the persona of Elvis. Ooh, nice. Oh, Lauren had all that, all that childlike pizzazz. They're like, look at the little boy, shake his hips. Look at him. (laughs) You just couldn't understand me because my lisp was way worse back then. (laughs) That's good. That's great. All right, Alex. Oh, good. Are you ready? I am. Here you go. I'm going to feel like I'm just going to say soap because it can't be scripture three times. I'm just going for it, but go ahead. Well, here we go. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like locking in my answer regardless of what I hear. Go. Hold on, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm looking for the right one for you now. Oh, great! You're changing it. <laughs> all right, here we go. I can't. Alex, all right, get ready. Fine. Band of friends get together for more than just a fun Friday night. They struggle at times, but use their gifts to show there is no I in team. The only hope is that they will shield the innocents from their internal turmoils. What? <laughs> <laughs> talking about do it again say it again that sounds like one of kyle's journal entries from his superhero writing fan fiction for the power rangers or something i had fun with this and remember it can oh god all All right right. band of friends get together for more than just a fun friday night they struggle at times but use their gifts to show there's no i in team the only hope is that they will shield their innocence from their internal turmoils. Alex, this is something you know very well. Oh, I know it! I know it! It should be like, yeah, I think this is like an Avengers bit or something. It's, you said S.H.I.E.L.D., so there's Marvel. Gang of Friends. Five friends? What? A so, typical first of all, Friday script or night. soap? Script or soap? Get it. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a soap. Alright. Okay, now you got one chance to name the, and I said it can be a, a soap or something else. So, to shield uh, is it the Avengers it is the Avengers God. yay right. two what? points I, I thought you were talking about uh, remember the Titans oh good oh. try no inner, inner turmoil they gather on Friday night ah uh, that's true that was that oh was just, could have Friday night lights ball. or something it's a curveball mm. oh man okay oh that was dangerous I'm like what alright typical All right, Lauren, Friday night here's another one I'm I'm ready. Okay, here we go. A woman recently has taken deathly ill. She pushes away her uh, her one true love to spare him the suffering by feigning love for another. After a magical dream, she awakes cured from her disease. Script or soap? Whoa. Whoa. Warn. That was a tough one. Read it again. A woman 
as re- has taken deathly ill, she pushes away her one true love to spare him the suffering by feigning a love for another. After a magical dream, she awakes cured of her disease. Script or soap? Is that the movie Frozen? No. No, it is not. (laughs) Do you want to go with soap? Is that what you're going with? Do you want soap? I'm going soap. You're going soap? That is, okay, it is in the soap genre as we're talking about it. Is your guess Frozen? You want to call that your guess? No, no. It was. My guess. It was, but we'll, we'll be cool about it now. Yeah. Uh, my guess is um, magical dreams. Uh, That's great, man. Sleeping Beauty. Uh, no, no, it is a no. line from General Hospital. Oh. Alex maintains the lead by one point. Whoop whoop. We're going back to you. Got a couple more rounds. All right, right. ready? Pick a pick a winner, Kyle. Okay. All right. Remember, you've known me longer than Lauren. I know. I know. I got you. I got this one has your name on it right here. That's right. All right. right. One youth has the world at his fingertips as he steps to fulfill his destiny. His evil twin usurps his rightful place in the world will never be the same. Uh, Soap. Going with soap opera? Uh, It is not a soap opera. Darn! Darn! All right, Lauren, you have a chance to steal this. But uh, now, obviously, not a point for script or soap. But if you can tell me where it's from. But you can name the story. Read it again. Read it again. Yes. One youth has the world at his fingertips. As he steps to fulfill his destiny, his evil twin usurps his rightful place, and the world will never be the same. Cain and Abel. Uh, No, it isn't. No, it is not. Jacob and Esau. Jacob and Esau. Jacob and Esau. Dang it. I was going to say Jacob. The Jacob and Esau. How did I not hear the twins? Dang. There you go. You both don't know your Bible, apparently. There we go. I know. Lauren. Yeah, right when you said it, I'm like, oh, he should know it's Jacob and Esau. That's like his bit. There you go. That's my jam. Genesis 32. We're back to square one. I mean, we're still, Alex is still one point ahead. Okay. Uh, Lauren, this one's to you. All right. One man's life turned upside down when he is wrongfully accused. He now has to fight for survival in the pit of evil as it threatens to devour his insanity or his sanity. Sorry. Soap. Uh, it is not soap. Nope. What? Read it one more time. Right. How is that not how to make a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> it, it could double. It wasn't what I was intending. <laughs> One man's life turned upside down when he is wrongfully accused. Now he has to fight for survival in the pit of evil as it threatens to devour his sanity. Oh. Alex, can you tell me uh, if it's not a soap where it's from? I mean, it's scripture, I guess, but um, I'm there are, there are some characters. It's the fighting bit I'm struggling with. Fight um, for survival now I know it. in the pit of evil as it threatens to devour his sanity. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say it because, but we already did Joseph the Amazing Technicolor Dream Coat. But Joseph's in that pit with that, uh, with the the two house servants that are. No, that think are differently. No, it's Daniel. Accused. It is Daniel. Daniel. It is Daniel. Yes, you're right. When was he wrongfully accused? Well, he was was mis misaccused. He was accused of something he shouldn't have that, because they made the law when and not telling him when he was when he was he knowingly prayed. Well, but that they made a okay, law fine, when he fine, was praying. It fine. was hey, I'm making the rules yes. here. All right. 
I got it. Take I'll me. take it. Hey, Alex, Fine. don't be a Bible bully. Don't be. There you go. Listen, I got two Bibles strapped to my hands, and I'm going to punch whoever I want with them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think you won anyway. Uh, he's only up by one. I'm only one point ahead. This is a game changer. Every every this moment is whose turn is, is it a game now? changer. Is it? It's my turn. It's Lauren's turn. It's, no, it's my no, it turn. Lauren That's lost. Right. I got to take a shot. Okay. Lauren, you're a dirty, dirty Bible trivia play. <laughs> if you're not cheating, you're not trying. You each get <laughs> You each get one more shot. Okay. Right? Okay. All right, Alex. I feel like I could do this. This is okay. yours. Demons torment a sleepy little town, desecrating the local place of worship and fighting for the body and soul of the one beloved in the town. Hmm? One more time. Script or soap. Uh Demons torment a sleepy little town, desecrating the local place of worship and fighting for the body and soul of the one beloved in the town. Script or soap. Um, is it the Garrison Demoniac script? Uh, Darn. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to say soap. Yes, you're right. But you don't get a point for that. That's obvious. Is it uh, that show uh, Sleepy Hollow or sleep like uh, oh. what's that show about? You know. Good guess. Fairy tales. Nope, no, no. Good uh, guess. Tell me the about. answer. Once upon a time. No, it is not. Once upon it a time. Days of our lives. It is days of our lives. Oh. All right, Lauren. This I, is for I you. I forget that soap operas are an option. They are an option. <laughs> they are a real option. Lauren, this is for you, and you are only one point behind. If you Lauren, get both points, you can points, steal the game. This, this could win it for you. You better pick a hard one, Kyle. Okay. All right, Lauren. One man on a mission finds himself wrecked and run aground on a desolate island. Strange strange things happen on this island, including special powers of immunity. Rather than dropping dead, he ends up being considered a god. Script or soap. This is scripture. It is scripture. The game is tied. You have oh, one god, point to no! from. This is um this is from the book of Acts, Paul's missionary journey. Oh Lauren, you have won the game. Yeah, <laughs> baby. And won the game. Oh, disgusted with myself. Lauren, Lauren, you're a, you're a dirty player. But, right but now, Alex Alex it. feels just like he did sitting next to me in so many classes <laughs> when I would speak words of wisdom and he'd be doodling on a notepad drawing figures of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't feel like that at all. I was fine with that. I mean, I was drawing. Drawing's fine. I'm not paying attention to you, Regnan. But Des, you did. You did it. You did it. And God bless you for it. And Kyle, that was a fun game. Not only am I a better biblical scholar, but I'm also more up to date on current culture. There you go. Yeah, you got all of those right on your soap opera guesses. <laughs> what wasn't it? Wasn't all of them? Wasn't every one of yours just spot on? Or was it? What is it? A, a show? What's the hey. answer about like Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, yeah. once upon a Don't, time. Hey. So listen, listen. Hey. You be the a game gracious winner. winner. Game winner was the Bible, baby. So I think I think <laughs> we showed that the Bible is not boring, right? It doesn't have to be. Yes, thank you. And maybe I'll use some of these as as uh, as some fodder for hey. You want to talk Bible? Maybe we can make a Bible trivia night. I like this idea. There you go. Well, thank you, Kyle. I think you had the best bit of the uh, of the episode. So we're going to have to bring that bad boy back because that was way more challenging than I thought it was going to be. There you go. Be. See? You got to bring your game mm-hmm. face. Let's do it. Cool. Well, that's it for us today. We hope you 
We hope you enjoyed or played along. If you got some funny, uh, funny ones, please put them on our Twitter or, uh, on our Facebook. We'd love to, to be challenged with more, uh, what is it? What is it? Holy scripture or heated soap? Heated soap? Yep. Yeah. You, you got them. Give them to us. So where can they find all that information, Lauren? They can go to our website. Um, check it out to hellwiththehotdish.com. Subscribe to our email newsletter list. Be the first to hear about shows. Give us um, – send us a line. Tell us what you want to hear. Uh, scripture or your, your favorite soap that, you know, I don't know. We – I don't know if we'll we'll read it, but uh, but send I it to will. Us. Alex will. He needs to study. And uh, shut like, up. Yeah, you know. maybe go on iTunes and give us a rating. That's yes, right. and thanks for listening. Yep. Yeah, thanks for listening. We are uh, in that business. We're we're kind of lifting up uh, some some things to challenge that cliche casserole culture. So as always, we thank you for listening and to hell with the hot. To hell with the hot. Don't forget to read your Bibles to hell with the hut. Lord, you threw, you ruined it. Bye, <laughs> Bye. everybody. He's Bye. a bad winner. <laughs> <laughs>